0: It's a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king,
1: all right. Zero to 16, 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower.
2: 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is. Performance and image, that's what it's all about.
3: There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303. 7 drive radio is made possible by the member shops of colorado select auto care centers to find one near you go to drive-radio.com now drive radio on klz 560
4: all right we are back drive radio klz 560 the guys from ridgeline auto brokers with us today justin and josh of course and josh is the owner and uh, Legacy Automotive is, is also a, all one deal up in Boulder. And if you need them, by the way, just go to the website, drive-radio or drive-radio.com. Everybody, they're all listed there, easy to find, uh, not a big deal. So if you need them at all, you can do that. on the same token, guys, I d- haven't done this yet, but how, if they want to call you direct, what's your phone number? So
3: the Ridgeline number, 303-442-4141. And please don't hesitate to call, even if you're not purchasing from us. Uh, we, we'd rather protect you and... Yeah. see so you do the right Thank you, thing Justin. And, and not get hosed.
4: Thank you. No, I appreciate that very much. And Legacy, if they need a car fix, what do they do there? 303-396-0555. All right. And again, if you miss any of those numbers, just go to the website. They're all listed there. John, what's going on? Have you have you got your fix?
5: Well, did you see the picture I sent Yeah.
4: Oh, hang on. I got a, No, I've been busy. I haven't looked at my text messages. Hang on.
5: Oh, I texted you a picture. Josh, thanks. That no was problem. it. Found it right away.
6: Good. <laughs> Glad to get. So, what was uh, it?
5: Uh, the 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 wire from the battery to the starter, the heavy, you know, the heavy wire.
4: That's what it was,
5: it, huh? It, it 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 hit the uh, new exhaust. Oh
4: man! That, okay. okay. that'll yeah. do it
6: every time.
4: Oh yeah, you did. Oh yeah, I'm seeing. Yeah, okay, yeah. There you go. Just a little short. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's a Just little short. Little one right. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <That's>, well, <laughs> good.
6: So.
5: Well, yeah, I got to go to town, so I'll wait and go on the way back from church in the morning anyway. Okay. And finish it up tomorrow. But, uh, I, you know, I bought the, uh, Forerunner six weeks ago. Yeah. And you were talking about the hot box. Yes. And my God, I'm paying cash. Well, you know, I'm paying cash. I don't need financing. They try to sell you financing. Then they try to sell you all the other crap. And I'm like, what is the warranty on the truck? Yeah. Uh, or, you know. Right. And he told me. And I'm like, I don't need anything else. And it, it took 25 minutes they kept me in there. And I'm writing them a check for it. That's
6: very true. I mean,
5: yeah. that, that's what made me a little nuts about that. But the other thing is, and then I called Paul when I put the insurance on it. And I said, I paid cash for it. Put Gap insurance on it. He said, okay. I think it was an extra 10 bucks, Something like that. Not not a whole lot. So, I just wanted to comment on that. Even when you're paying cash, they want you to sit in there 20, 30 minutes.
6: <laughs> you got lucky you get out that quick.
5: Well, I I told the guy and I looked at him. I said, "I guess you guys you, do you really want to do this deal for cash and I'll have a check here tomorrow because he was procrastinating." I was like, "I got things to do. Let's go." And that's w- the worst thing about buying a car. I wish dealers of new cars would realize that we don't want to sit there for an hour
4: with the finance guy. No, they don't. We got more important. That's right. That, that, and that Big. is one of the biggest complaints they get, John, on a routine basis. You are correct. Oh, yeah. So,
5: and just to give you a heads up, Monday I go get the mud snow, the uh, all terrain tires on the new Forerunner. I had to order them. They okay. were a little behind. Good job. We got the Toyos Toyos that you recommended for my race truck last year. Okay. They're so good. We got the same thing for this. So. Good deal. Little expensive, little expensive because they only make those LTs, but you know, they talk to the last too.
4: John, I'm losing you. I'm going to let you go because you're breaking up. I'm getting like every other word. So, anyways, John, appreciate it, and be safe going to town. I did get some tire questions that came in via text line. Hang tight. I've got a couple calls, and then I'll we'll answer some of these tire questions probably after this first break. So, hang tight. We'll get into some of the tire stuff here in a moment as well. Josh can help me with that and Justin. But, Mike in Denver, you're next. Hello, Mike. Yes. How are you? I've got a question for you. Good. What is it, sir? I've got a
7: 1984 Dodge pickup. Okay. Mm-hmm. 318 automatic. Uh-huh. And it's got relatively low miles on it. It's like 65,000. Okay. And would it be okay if I run full synthetic oil in that thing?
4: It would be, although you need, that's got a flat tappet camshaft and you do need some Uh, Zinc in that oil For the flat tappet camshafts You're either going to want to add a little bit of zinc to it Or there's a company called Driven Mike, D-R-I-V-E-N Driven And they make synthetic oil for flat tappet camshafts I would probably just buy their oil
8: Either that or or Just go with regular
7: conventional
4: No, even the regular conventional Will not have the zinc You need some zinc additive for that engine And it's gone in all oils today
7: Okay, so it's called
4: Driven. Driven is the it's by Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs is the owner of Driven and it's kind of a racing oil but it's also made for engines with flat tappet camshafts which yours has. So just buy oil for a flat flat tappet camshaft.
8: Thank you very much.
4: You're very welcome, Mike. And and yeah, for a lot of you that are listening with the older vehicles, uh Driven, I should get them on and do an interview here. Because uh, they actually have an entire lineup of products for those older vehicles with flat tappet camshafts. And then you're not having to mix in different things or use a diesel oil or whatever. You can actually just buy oil for a flat tappet camshaft engine. and, and Because and here's the thing. The zinc had lubricity in it to help with those flat tappet camshafts that you don't have in some of the... In, in the late model oils, they don't have that any longer. Mike and Sterling, did you find that name? Huh? Did you find your name, Mike? What is it? Uh, yeah, it's Lucas Gun Oil. Oh, Lucas Gun okay. Oil. Okay, perfect. It, it's got a, a little needle on it,
8: mm-hmm. but, you okay. know, it's easy to yeah. apply. Yeah. I, uh, I used to use grease and, uh, you know, do my cleaning, and I used it the last time, and... Uh, I'm just amazed, you know. I, I live out in a rural area, a lot of dust, a lot of dirt, and these terminals are clean. Have been clean for a year. Nice. I just had to had to have the batteries replaced because they were timing out and it's getting cold.
4: Sure, sure.
8: And pulled it in there, let the guys change the batteries out, and they said,
4: what the hell
8: are you doing to this? These terminals keeping so clean."
4: That's and good. Yeah, that's really funny yeah that's, that's a, awesome yeah. that's, mike, that's I, what know, i use online on mike i runs. appreciate it that that's good info thanks cool. thank you for the phone call and for the so lucas gun oil and uh no thank you mike appreciate that Dan you what's going on hey guys how are, good are you dan? sir Talk
9: to you, justin josh hey guys uh, the old monster's still running good Where good good hey, do you get above 30 yet up. dan 30
4: no oh, it is 35 so oh 35 cool. oh, okay yeah. gotcha you're climbing <laughs> well, uh, you're climbing
9: again, yeah yeah we're gonna be it's gonna be a heat wave here today <laughs> so 35 and you know we'll see the sun again in you know june
4: yeah that, yeah that's about right yeah,
9: <laughs> yeah i know but uh, yeah the old mazda has got two hundred forty-seven thousand miles on oh, it wow. still running still oh. doing good and you know you guys are still the last ones to do the front brakes
4: Wow, really, wow. I know it's doing what good.
9: you guys did, but nice. I mean, those have got to have a hundred and some thousand on them, but I, I don't get it. But anyway, okay. So you guys are talking about buying cars. You know how John. You know how a lot of people cop the show. I love you, show you guys are so great. I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, am, I am sitting here so convicted right now because uh, I did everything wrong in buying a car for my son the other day. Oh no boy! So no boy, I, no. I did everything wrong. So. Uh, So now it leads me down to this. I've got it. It's mine. Now, here's the deal. So what do you guys know about a 2016 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid? Do you know anything about those?
4: They're not a bad car. They're not a Toyota Hybrid, but they're not a bad car.
9: No, the the two mechanics aren't saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. Well, this is not good. The yeah. one oh, thing
3: no. that I do think is cool about that car is it's called a parallel hybrid, where it can run on on either or. Right. And mm. that vehicle will do, I believe, up to seventy four miles per hour just on, on the electric the hybr- motor. On the electric motor, yes. Yeah, so, uh, Which the Toyotas oh, really? will not so, do. The yeah, actually, want. very unique, very cool vehicle right. in my mind.
4: No, it, it, and again, Dan, I is it my favorite vehicle? You know, I. I I say this all the time, and I'll, I'll keep saying it. Toyota has perfected the hybrid end of things. They do a very, very good job. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that other manufacturers aren't doing better and catching up. Hyundai being one of those, by the way, they, they, they've come a long way, and even some of their new EVs are doing very, very well. So I can't say anything against them. You know, it's, it's just it's not a Toyota, which there's nothing wrong with that. To Justin's point, it's got some features that Toyota doesn't have.
9: Yeah, well, you know, and, and choices are slim up here in 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 the, up the here in the choi- Great White North. <laughs> Dan, and, choices and the are slim everywhere. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing of it was, you know, the kid's six six, and he actually fit in this one.
4: That's yeah, that, work, and that, that car, has a lot to do with fit it. Fit in it. Yeah. No, there's yeah, nothing so so wrong with that. In
9: this one. So, do you guys? Okay, so it's got seventy, almost seventy nine thousand miles on it. Okay. Is there um? Is there anything? I-
4: Make sure nice. the battery pack's good when you right. buy it, but if it wasn't. You would know that through its operation if it wasn't working properly.
3: You know, Dan. I know okay, you like so the the like a charm. The yeah. DG products that is a direct injection engine, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you don't know if direct oh, yes. injection services have ever been done on it. So that would probably okay. be something you would I'd do the same recommend. Thing
4: you've been doing on your Mazda on yeah. that one. Yeah. Yep. Good point, Justin.
3: Okay, so I'll do that next oil change then.
9: Yeah. Uh, and I should I go ahead and put the should I go ahead and put the forty four K in there? Yes. Yes. Right away. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay, so yeah, that part ones, won't change, okay. all
4: the same as what you're driving now.
9: Okay. All right, so then there's really nothing else to look for, no. um, and it should... Just no, in hybrid, on hybrid, there's nothing
4: it. you do battery maintenance-wise or anything along those lines. I mean, it is what it is. If it's going to fail, it'll fail. If it mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, it is what it is.
9: Okay. Yeah, you're not yeah, going to change the outcome
4: saying. of it, is my point.
9: Okay. And you know what I liked about the car when I did, I did do one... You know, we went into the car, looked at the car, looked all around the car... And they had just gotten it in, and they had not touched it yet. You know, they didn't do any of that dealership right. cleaning or anything to it. This thing was spotless. Well, that oh, helps. Nice. That, that means good. somebody
4: took good care of it. Yeah, yeah that's always it a in. help.
9: And there was a local car, and they knew the guy that... Well,
4: that helps. Again. That goes oh. back to the conversation we had first hour. Yeah. Yeah.
9: But otherwise, I, I messed up everything else. So I'm not getting into all those
6: details.
9: <laughs> <but> <laughs> I just want you guys to know that I've been fuming and feeling bad about myself and thinking I'm a real idiot. All because of you guys. I was feeling really You're good. You're welcome, about Dan. Man. <laughs> Hey guys. Love you, guys. Appreciate Great you. We'll talk to you Bloody later. You you. Appreciate you very much. Nope. Okay.
4: Good stuff. Bill's got a comment on, on uh, buying cars. We'll take that as soon as we come back. I will also answer the tire question that came in as soon as we come back. Guys, this is Drive Radio,
2: KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa
4: Auto Parts. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills? More breakdowns? Are some rooms colder than you'd like? Upgrade to a modern high efficiency furnace, and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40 percent. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical, heating, and air.
6: For quality and service beyond compare.
10: Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now. At 303 6620789. That's 303 6620789.
2: If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go?
4: All right, we are back, Bill and Centennial buying cars. go ahead, Bill. Hey, good show. I have two questions that's sure. okay
0: my, my latest car uh, I bought new was twenty eighteen and back in twenty eighteen and when I bought new cars, you know i've always found that uh if you go in and, say, and I always pay cash, when you go in and say you're going to pay cash, you don't necessarily always get the best deal you What don't. I have mm-hmm. found was. I went ahead and negotiated my best deal. Then I financed through them, and then a month, because they make a kickback on the yes, finance. Yes, they do. Money off that. Then after about a month or two of making a payment, then I pay it off. There's
4: yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's a good way to do it, you Bill. You did it right. Yep. Nothing and wrong the with other- that
0: have nowadays, because I'm kind of in the mood now to get one, but with the way car prices are, I'm looking at maybe not buying a new one, or if I do, or getting one that's a year or two old. Is Kelly Blue Book and NADA still good sources, or have they reflected the price increases, or what?
4: Depends on the day of the week.
3: NADA is probably a little more accurate in Colorado. Um, my other question is, are, are you going to trade yours in, because your negotiation style is great. Negotiate on the price of the new vehicle before you tell them you have a trade in and then
4: get a price on your trade in. Correct. So. That's perfect.
0: No, I'm not, not going to trade it in. Okay. I always buy my cars, and then I usually sell them outright by myself. Or
4: well, the only sorry. thing to look at that right I mean, now, Bill, is to Justin's point, and I would, I would play both sides of that, and here's why. I always go back to what I've talked about even several months ago, the sales tax savings. Keep yes. in mind, when you trade in, you're only going to pay sales tax on the difference between the trade and... And the new car, and in some cases, that can be a couple of grand, which means, Bill, you've got to get a couple of grand more in the retail world selling your car with all the hassle of it as opposed to the trade, so you got to do the math.
0: Well, I usually sell my cars to family members because they know I keep good care of my
4: cars. Just make sure you're know. getting enough extra to pay the sales tax. <laughs> well, yeah, <they're> Just saying. <laughs> uh, Because you're losing out if you don't. Because keep in mind, they could still go to the dealer and make a deal all at the same time you're trading yours in, and you still save the sales tax. Yep.
0: Okay. But you're still saying that the best way to go is possibly finance the car, even though my main objective is... They make money
4: on the financing. Now, I, I had you know Kent, my good friend from Sterling... Novus, you know, uh, up in, up in uh, Sterling, Colorado, Novus Auto Glass. Uh, he said, you know, th- the smaller dealers, too, by the way, they're, they're really good. A lot of the small towns have great dealers. They don't have the high pressure and a lot of the things we're talking about. And even in your case, Bill, you may even be able to walk in the door of a small dealer and just say, hey, you know what? I want to buy this car, pay cash, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Some of these small dealers are just say, okay, Bill,
0: mm-hmm. done. Well, is Raleigh Purefoy still around?
4: Uh, uh, he's in the process of selling, the last I heard, Bill.
0: Oh, he is okay. I've never bought a car from him. Always wanted
4: to, but so and I don't. I don't know the whole circumstances as to whether that's complete, done, almost done. I I think it is done, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Well, then one last question: Would you buy directly from a dealer, or would you go through like one of your guys that's on the radio now?
4: If you're wanting to buy new, you're going to have to go through a dealer. You have no choice, either that or some sort of a broker dealer. Which there's even that's even a hard thing to even. Say that they're a broker dealer because there's really no, you know, quote unquote brokers when it comes to that. There's there's folks that can help you buy that new car, uh, but it's still going to be sold to you from the dealer.
0: Oh, okay, all right, sounds
4: good. So, hey, in, in, in that case, Bill, you know, one. go go put your best deal together. You're a good negotiator. You wouldn't have any trouble with that. And, and just just again, putting a plug out for some of the smaller dealers that are around town. And if you're gonna, which I would always suggest, just go find your dealer. You can make a deal with and order one. Okay, sounds good. Then, then, then you avoid guy. all that. So. Merry Christmas. Thanks Merry you Christmas, Bill. Thank you very much. Great. By the way, great question. And for a lot of you listening, yes, if you're looking to buy a new car, order one mm-hmm. I, if you've got time to wait and you can make the deal and make that all happen just go build the car you want order it you'll get what you want and it's the best way to do it okay we had a question that came in actually a couple of days ago and i said you know what i'll answer this on drive radio and this person texted again to remind me uh, of the tire question so thank you for doing that so recently had to replace my son's car tires they were simply worn out long story short these tires only had about 18,000 miles on them, but they were 65,000-mile tires. They prorated them, but this is ridiculous. Can't say as I disagree. Uh, they have to pay the fee all over again. Blah blah blah. Uh, Goodyear Assurance is what she believes, or this person believes these tires were. I don't know if it's a he or she. I'm sorry. Uh, just from the the, sorry, the grammar's too good to be a man. So just saying, it's probably right. a lady. Uh, Goodyear Assurance. I believe they were. Uh, what do you look for in quality tires? By the way, great question. So, guys, I'll let you feel that. What do you look for in a good tire?
6: I don't know where, yeah, where the, do the, the Goodyear Assurance start. is typically
3: a, a, a good, good tire. tire. <laughs> um, I haven't seen any issues with those. Um, man, eighteen thousand miles. Up. I mean,
4: that's that's less than that's a third, right, of the wearability. But the question I would have on this is. How is it driven? driven. Okay. Yeah. Another, And what I mean by that is this, is, this is going to take me a minute to explain, so hang tight. How is it driven? Some people can, and I'm not exaggerating, some people can take a tire, the exact same tire, and get three times the life out of it as opposed to another driver. Mm-hmm. How do I know this? Because I have a fleet. I have a lot of different drivers. I have a lot of different people driving, family members, and so on. And I will just tell you, some people wear out tires much faster than others, and it all has to do with their driving style. And by Correct. the way, it's not just in the aggressiveness of the drive, the driver. It's how they drive. Let me explain. How fast do they take corners? Mm-hmm. How do they brake? How do they start from a stop? Are they always jerking at the wheel? In other words, some people drive and they're always fussing with the wheel. Well, every time you move the wheel, guess what? The tires are moving. Every time the tire moves, there's tire wear. So there's all sorts of factors that come into tire wear that have to do with the way the driver drives, not necessarily the quality of the tire itself.
3: Yeah, so to that point, you know, Josh and I work in Boulder. We have a lot of clients that live up the foothills. If you live up the foothills, you're up in Netherland, Rollinsville. You're driving down
4: the 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 mountain. You are going through a set of tires every year, going through
3: those corners. Yep, Cold Creek or any
4: of those. Yeah, where me, you know, let's face it, guys. I get, I'm not exaggerating. When I get, when I leave my house, I make one left turn and I'm on the highway. Right. I go all the way to Parker in 225, where it's even an easy right-hand turn onto Parker. I make another left-hand turn coming into the station. So how many turns did I make to get here? Two. Two turns is all I've made in 30 miles. How long are my tires going to last versus somebody that's doing 30 miles coming down the canyon? Oh, you
6: almost make it.
4: I'm going to get three the times of. the wear out of my tires versus somebody that's driving
6: down the canyon. Yeah.
3: So, Josh, mm. does a tire ever actually make it to the warranty?
6: I seldom. His might. Mine because do. he makes three turns. Right. Mine but do. anybody, especially if you're driving the mountains, they will make it about half yeah. I, the correct. warranty.
3: I think that's a sales tool for the tire company. It Typically.
6: It's, a, yep. it's like batteries. It's a yep. warranty
4: thing more than anything. So, again, what I would say for this particular person is, number one, Uh, You know, and I don't know what kind of vehicle this is on here, because that also has a lot to do with it. What's the weight of the vehicle now? The other thing that I do, and this is true with all of me personally, so, and I'm a weirdo. I I know this. So I drive a Chevy Colorado most of the time, plus my Bolt, when, you know, depending on what the circumstances are. But even on my Chevy Colorado, and this is going to sound really weird. First thing I did when I bought the Colorado is, of course, I leveled out the front end. I put a little bit larger tire on it, but I put 10-ply tires On my Chevy Colorado that comes with 6-ply. Why? Because of what we're talking about right now. I can get more longevity out of a 10-ply tire than I can the six plies that came on it and given those tires were brand new and I can trade them and buy, and again, I get a really good deal doing it that way and I upgrade to ten plies and I'm going to get more life out of my ten plies than I am my six plies.
3: Yeah, not right. to elongate this conversation, but what about alignment?
4: That's a right. big deal. Is, is there an was alignment so issue no, you, on that vehicle? Great point. And tire wow. pressures. And rotations. And, rotations. and yeah. pressures and all of these things come into play. So. You know, this is one of those where it's a really deep conversation because even though they're getting a third of what the "quote unquote" warranty of the tire is, I need to know all of these other details Mm -hmm. before telling you what do you look for in a good tire. Because no offense, you bought a good quality tire. There's nothing wrong with the tires you bought. That's a good tire, and
6: we've installed a lot of assurances, and they usually make it. They don't make it to the full warranty, just like for the because we're talking about right. But they'll make it pretty darn close to it. So a tire wear, there's a lot of
4: factors and and as i said even a few weeks ago too one of the things too that you got to look at when you're looking for Winter tires, for example, is this you want a softer tire in the winter to grip the ice, which means you're going to get less wear. That's where if you really want to get longevity out of tires, you got to run two sets. Mm-hmm. You run a set in the winter, so you've got good grip, good traction on snow, ice, all that, and you run a set of harder tires in the summertime for your highway use. But I know not everybody has the ability to do that, so you get the best tire combo that you can. But you, know, what do you look for in a high-quality tire? You bought one. There's nothing wrong with the tire that you bought. Um, um, I, I can't tell you to go buy a different tire because those are good tires. Yeah,
3: that's a good tire. Or a Michelin Defender is probably right there with it, too, if I could look with wear on those.
4: Mm-hmm. Cooper's got a bunch of brands as well, I mean, or a bunch of lines as well. I, I, I would say this is probably more an issue of driver, not tire. Just saying. Now, I don't know the whole circumstances, but that's the direction that I would probably head in this particular case, knowing it's that more than anything, most likely. So, I'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, Wayne, Mike, Joe, you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
1: Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference.
2: At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every NAPA part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 NAPA auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NAPAonline.com for a location nearest you. NAPA. Get the good stuff.
11: Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a three-two-one buy-down, you can now purchase a home... At 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month or less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720 500
4: Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide, Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet All right, we are back. Don't forget, Ridgeline Auto Brokers up in Boulder, anything you guys need at all when it comes to you know buying a car, selling a car, questions on all of this, yeah, Justin's here for you. Uh, he'll answer those questions even during the week, and as he said many times, even if you're not buying it from them, they'll still help you. But hey, if you want to buy a car, they'll help you buy a car as well, so whatever you need, they're there for you that way also. Uh, Mike in Denver, you're next.
8: I got a loaded question and a half. <laughs> okay. Okay, basically, I've got a Ford that basically the factory road service is about up in about four months. I've got a 15-year-old that's about ready to become a 16-year-old, and his philosophy, all flat tires are my responsibility.
4: <laughs> he needs to learn how to change one. Yeah.
8: yeah, so I've looked, I've heard different opinions, I've had, I've got possible Allstate through the cell, the family cell phone company you know, for a basic, a of basic, you know, road service. And I've had neighbors that swear don't get AAA because they've had problems with it. But I've got a grandfather that's had the Chevron Road Service Club Uh since, like, 19, I don't know when. It's basically, it used to be a service shop, and, you know, he got it for, like, 15 bucks a year for the first... First year, right? And they've been around since I don't know the '50s. I'm wondering what what is the best out there?
4: As far as the best road service, I really think it comes down to where you're at in the country. What are you looking to do? And are you looking for countrywide or just local? And you know, a lot of you know, for example, even on all my fleet because we do GPS tracking through Verizon. They include roadside service with the GPS tracking, and I even get you know, uh, even on some of my larger trucks and stuff. If I get a flat or anything along those lines, yeah, they'll hook it and haul it in, all as a part of what I pay on my GPS tracking. So that's something else you might want to look at, especially with a young driver, just knowing where he's at, what he's doing, and what's going on at all times.
8: Yeah, because yeah, just now include get it. the Flat, he'll call me at noon saying. You need to take off work and come and fix my flat. In this
4: case, you just call them and they'd go do it. <laughs> you yeah. should really ask your insurance company,
3: too, because it's usually only 3 or $4 a month to uh, add roadside. i got
8: an insurance agent that told me not to do that. Really? That well, what? counts as a claim. It does. Yes. Oh, okay.
4: Yes, it All does.
8: Right. Yeah, and you get, like, especially if you get, like, a 16-year... He's going to have, like, about a 6-year-old car... And if he has a bad struck, you could end up with five claims against your insurance. You're exactly
4: right, Mike. No, that and, I, yeah, I would not go that direction. Especially Anybody else probably wouldn't be as big of a deal, but in his case, I, yeah, I would not do that.
8: Yeah. Because yeah. I'm wondering, yeah, because I'm looking for something like 50, 100 miles that will get you back to Denver. if you get you but, know, you, like, Again, oh, if
4: you've great. got, you know, even like Verizon, so I would look into, show, into your cell company and the things. I, again, I'm with Verizon, and we do the GPS tracking through them, and they include that with our GPS tracking.
8: Okay, yeah, I mean, it's and it's AAA not much. I
4: pay be, about I don't know fifteen bucks a month per truck or something as all.
3: Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah,
8: AAA used to be the good, but they they're got, not anymore.
4: Sorry, I'm not they, I'm not a AAA yeah, fan anymore. AAA I'm sorry.
8: AAA Colorado went out of business. They got uh, merged in with the Auto Club. I, I don't like
4: AAA period because they own their own repair facilities now. They're competing with the very guys they're supposed to be supporting, and I don't like that, Mike. I'll just be the first one to say it. I don't like it.
8: Yeah, I know. I mean, they're
4: they're in, they're, they they're in bed with it. the wrong folks, as far as I'm concerned. That's my opinion.
8: Yeah.
4: Conflict of interest, if you ask me. <laughs> That's why I don't like AAA. I'll be the first to say yeah. it. I don't like them because of that.
8: I'd rather go with the cell phone, which is basically all Allstate. So.
4: His, again, yeah. I've never had any trouble getting them to cover stuff. So they, you call them on the phone, and they're right there.
8: So for a 16-year-old?
4: <laughs> yep. Wouldn't be a bad deal at all.
8: Because, you know, as they said, you know, well, because his car, it's basically his car, and he made me sign a paper saying it was his car, because I had to put my name on the title to tie it into the insurance and everything. Hmm. But, yeah, he doesn't trust me. Yeah, I
4: had to have a notarized, you know. (laughs) All righty, then. You're, you're, you're yeah. a better man than me because that wouldn't happen in my house. Yeah. Just saying.
3: I, I guess if it's his car, he should learn to change the tire. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. You're, like no. I said, you're a better <laughs> man than me because <laughs> I have done that, but whatever.
8: He, let's put it this way. He's in the debate club, and we've got debating for like two weeks on
4: this. Gotcha. All right. Well, Mike, appreciate it very much. Uh, Joe, you're on the tire wear. Let's take that one really quick. Wayne, hang tight. I'll get you next. Go ahead, Joe.
12: All right, John. A couple of things. I was involved in a company where we had 400 line vans, so we were buying a lot of tires. And a couple of things we discovered. First, when you go to buy the tire, you're familiar with the UTQG's uh, QG, Uniform Tire Quality Grading System, and one of those numbers is is uh, tread wear. You know, I think right. 100 is. So and you know, so and you know, I in my own car, my Durango, I would always spend the extra 10 or 12 bucks to pay for a tire that had a 200 or 300 treadwear rating as opposed to 100 and I never had a set of tires that went less than 60,000 miles but getting back to our 400 Econoline vans we had a couple of branches that were consistently getting 65,000 miles out of a set of tires and some of our other branches were lucky to go 40 40,000 and what we discovered is and the guys at 40,000 the guys would take their truck to one of these uh, Jiffy Lube places just get a fast oil change never rotate the tires never yep. do anything else yep and the the branches that were getting 60,000 plus miles out of their tires number 1 they were rotating the tires every 6 to every yep. 6 to 10,000 miles and 2 they were checking the tire pressure yep. I mean, they,
4: mm-hmm. uh, big difference
12: two, yeah so the if if uh, so the so three things one look at the ut U, U, uniform tire quality grading system um you can look at any tire and you can find out and get one that's got a 200 or 300 Uh, Tread wear uh, rating on it, and you'll be much happier than the than the one that's got the 100. Two, rotate your tires at least once every 10,000 miles. And three, check your between between rotations. Check your freaking tire pressure. Right. Uh, And particularly, you get into (coughs) cold weather, as as you know, John. You get cold weather and you lose four or five pounds just due to temperature. Correct. Uh, You got to keep that temp. You got to keep that pressure up. Low pressure will wear your tires out. Sure will. So fast will make your head
4: spin. And so will high. So you, you, to your point, you got to keep it right where it needs to be.
12: Right. And then in the summer, you probably have to bleed out some of that pressure. Anyway, so buy a good tire with a good tread wear indicator. Rotate them at least every 10,000 miles and keep the pressure where it needs to be.
4: There you go. Joe, appreciate it as always. Thanks as always. Wayne and Castle Rock, you're next. Go ahead, Wayne.
9: Hey, guys. How are you?
4: Good. Good, Doing well.
13: Well, good. Um, <laughs> John, I'm, I'm calling about I bought a... Um, Lexus GS350 Oh, nice uh, After you, after your recommendation a couple of years ago One of my favorite cars I wore, Yeah, I, I wore out my Avalon And I was going to replace it with another front wheel drive And you recommended looking into the all wheel drive Lexus, and I did Which they did. don't make anymore, so
4: you have a really good car, Wayne
13: <laughs> Well, I, I enjoy it But I had a uh, When I bought it, I had it checked And uh, all the brakes were new Okay. Um, the brake pads were new um, about 35,000 miles later I started to get some noise in the in the back of the car, center like it was in the left rear, so I pulled it into the garage, popped the wheel off and looked at it, and the um, caliper was frozen and it was only wearing on one side,
8: mm-hmm.
13: and so one, mm-hmm. one of the brake pads was worn down to nothing, and um, so I thought, well shoot, I'm going to have to buy a new caliper I, I tried to free it up and I couldn't get it to free up, so um i bought a new caliper and a new set of pads put it on and then went to take it for a test drive and now i'm getting that same noise but from the other side and uh i thought it, it was just one i didn't think that there was much of a chance of both of them going out but both of the calipers froze up and they were only wearing on the side that was next to the uh, um mm-hmm. uh, piston uh, the, the push the piston yeah. And I'm curious, what would cause both calipers to go out at the same time?
4: Usually that has to do with hardware issues. They haven't been lubricated properly. They've gotten corrosion Mm -hmm. where the other pad's not sliding like it should. And, again, that's why when we do brake jobs in the shops we go through and do everything including lubrication of all the slides you replace the things necessary typically even if you don't put calipers on it wayne a good shop is doing caliper hardware that's why you know when you go to a good shop and get a brake job it's going to be substantially higher priced than somebody just doing a quick brake job and that's the biggest differences what you're encountering
13: sure sure and i'm wondering if maybe the calipers were bad before i bought the car no, uh, oh,
4: bad's the right word, quality. but could have not had that proper maintenance done on them like we're talking. Yeah,
13: right, right. Yeah, it was just odd to have and It's not,
4: a co- it's not problem. uncommon for those to go bad equally because the same parts are doing the exact same thing on both sides.
13: Yeah, I was just curious about that, but anyhow, I put new calipers and new pads Good. All the way around, on both of the rear wheels and. Uh, it's, it's back to normal now. But, Good. Uh, I was just curious about that. It seemed like a very peculiar That's a great thing. car,
4: Wayne. Keep keep that car going, and that's a fabulous car.
13: Appreciate your help.
4: You're very welcome, Wayne. And for those of you that don't know, yeah, the GS, which they don't make anymore. They've gone back to just doing a, a ES with all sorts of different versions of it. The GS wasn't really much bigger than the ES, but they made it in an all-wheel drive, and in my opinion, was one of the best Lexuses that they ever made, if you ask me. Yeah, That's they, an excellent, nice. I love excellent those GSs. That was one of my favorite cars of all time. All right. Dave, Steve, hang tight. We'll come back. Another full segment coming your way. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
2: At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your
14: car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the Mobile Estate Planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance.
2: Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day. The birth of a child. An oil change. Wait, what?
4: All right, we're back, Drive Radio, KLZ 560 again. Uh, Guys from Ridgeline Auto Brokers with us today, Justin and Josh, also Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, all one business, really. Two locations, one business. If you need anything, just go to the website, drive-radio.com. Dave in Lakewood, you're next. Hello,
7: hello. Hello, Dave. Yes, got a question or two. Yeah. Number one, I uh, bought a used vehicle, uh, 2018 Equinox had 34,000 miles on it, and they had brand new, or at least they look like brand new, Michelin tires on them. mud and snows. Two of them have a directional mount only, and they're both uh, mud and snows, but they're different types of Michelins. So I'm kind of wondering why did it have, to have new tires on the 34 grand? And it, is it all-wheel
4: drive or front-wheel drive? Two-wheel only. Okay, two-wheel. Okay. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Hard, hard to say. Back to our last conversation, hard to say what they did with the vehicle and how they drove it and so on, right
7: so rotating those tires with the directionals, two of them are directional mountain, and the other two aren't, so would it would make a whole lot of difference
6: they've got to go the direction that they're on the car yeah, On the car right. yeah can't well, be, be crisscrossing. Crossing.
7: but when you're rotating the with the which which one should go in the front and back because they' make a whole lot of difference, I don't know.
6: So, the the tire direction, they have to be mounted on that so they could go back and forth on that side. You know what I they mean? Have to stay,
7: they, have to,
6: they have to stay on yeah, that but, side. But
7: there's two different missions. They're not the same brand. There's missions, but they're not the same, same brand of missions. They're both from London, so they stayed on it. But two of them show mount only outside. So, two out of the four only have that mounting on the direction.
6: Mm-hmm. So the ones that don't have the you know have to be directional, they can move you around. Could you could crisscross those, but the other those. two have to be the same. Yeah, but the other yep. two have to stay on the side that they that arrows point. That's on. right.
7: So which ones are going to front? Which ones are going to back? For can't shelter? answer that. Yeah, yeah. you yeah.
6: have to know how much tread you have on. Right, them. I can't answer they're like,
7: that. They're like new. They're just you know it's hard to believe. They're all then it
6: like won't matter. I wouldn't rotate them if, if they're yeah. all the same. I wouldn't rotate them. Right. Yet. So
7: just keep them matched front to back, just yes. back and forth.
6: Exactly.
7: Okay. And i got another question. When you buy a used vehicle, shouldn't you get the second key, the key fob?
4: Typically, it depends buy- on how the, how you bought the car, though. That's one of those things which is a reminder. When you buy a new car, you should get both keys, but sometimes people lose... A key, something along those and So yeah, it's imperative when you're buying the car that you request that it has two keys as a part of the deal.
3: Yeah, you need to know that when you purchase the yes. vehicle, you need to ask that question. Yes.
4: Does it have two well, keys? Yeah, but yeah. you know
7: how that goes. There's a Larry Miller Ford. That's the worst place in we're going to go to. <laughs> yeah,
4: and it should come with two keys. Yes. Yeah. Or more, two at least two.
7: Which one of your shops uh do they transfer case uh, change service that? and
4: let go over to like, Gino's in Littleton. They can take care of that for you
7: that's too far from me
4: um where are you at uh, lakewood area uh my, that's my closest or you got to go to arvada west one of the two arvada west what about boulder do, I do it you can there? do boulder yeah, sure you can mm-hmm. drive to boulder if you want you bet
7: okay what would they suggest 34,000 which i'm pretty sure it hasn't been done is the transformation
4: you're a little bit away from that but you're going to be within the next six months or so probably of doing it
7: And that would be, I'm uh, a leave it an all day deal or
6: yeah, as a rule? Yes,
4: as a rule of thumb, rule. yes.
7: Okay. All right, appreciate it. Okay, no, okay. Dave,
4: thank you very much. Good appreciate one. the phone call. And uh, Steve in Colorado Springs, what's going on, sir?
15: Good afternoon, gents, and a very, very early Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. too. Just a couple quick things. I was over last night for a regular toxic masculinity support group. This is top secret. Classify, but we call it poker. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my, good, my good buddy, Terry, after seven months, he finally got his EMOC Mustang. What okay. a car. Okay. Have you, have you have you driven that thing yet?
4: I have not driven one yet. No, not yet.
15: It, does, it doesn't look like any Mustang
4: I've ever seen. It does not.
15: But he, he got the, the Grand Operation, the 91 kilowatt hour battery. Mm-hmm. 71, 71 grand for this puppy.
4: Mm-hmm.
15: He's getting ready getting ready to take the East Coast. I'll see how he does on the see how it does on the charging.
7: The
15: other, other reason I called was you know on BG forty four, what I get from their website is that they want you to put it in with a full tank of gas and run the gas down to about an eighth of a tank. About the only time you want to do that. Would you agree
4: or? That's typically what you wanna do, yes. And you know, if in other words if you know you're gonna be doing a, a nice trip or you put a lot of miles on in, in a week, that'd be the time to add forty four K. If you're gonna just put it in and have it sit around, you know, you're gonna put it in and go to the airport and go on vacation for two weeks? No, don't put it in then.
15: Yeah, I agree. You know the other thing is I ran into the B G rep and I said, If I give my EIN number, can I buy a case of discount? He goes, Nope. <laughs> Maybe I need <didn't>
4: to use yours. <laughs> yeah, we we don't I mean occasionally in the shops they'll have you know, discount programs, things along those lines, but no, it's the same situation. Whether you buy one or a case, it's the same price.
15: Well, I'll tell you what, even though they are pretty hard and firm on that, the stuff is liquid gold, I think most mechanics will tell you that, Yep. every variety of fuel issues, you can imagine from injectors to dirty lines, and you know how many mechanics are, they make a lot of money off of BG44 with all these fuel system issues. They run a can through there at 26 bucks, charge the customer 150-whatever out yep. the door, but I would recommend, I don't know about you, but anybody, any car, put at least a can every six months in there and you will be pleasantly... Oh yeah, done. twice mm-hmm. a year,
4: yes, by all means. Yes.
15: Last last item on windshields. Um, it really, maybe I'm getting Jurassic here, I have uh, not really liked the idea, whenever you're outside and you've got any sort of freezing precip, the scraping and stuff on these windshields. I don't think it's very good for him versus a you know, spray on antifreeze, which is like five bucks.
4: Mm-hmm.
15: Melt the stuff, boom, 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 away you go. What, what are your thoughts about that?
4: I don't like scraping them either, I man. It's kind of a last, you know, you know, sort of a last ditch thing where sometimes you don't have any choice if you've been parked outside and you don't have any choice but to scrape it, but just make sure you use the right scraper.
15: But I'm just thinking if you've got a little five dollar can of that spray, it's just basically isopropyl in water. It melts that stuff. It doesn't damage the windshield. You know how expensive Yeah, the
4: only thing I'd be careful of, and Charlie just mentioned, is if it, depending upon temperature and the spray and what it's doing and so on, if you've got a pit and you don't want a crack coming out of it either, so that's the one thing you got to be careful of on the sprays.
5: Uh, good point. Good point.
15: That's the, the only thing you got to watch there. The other thing I understand, and I've seen this a lot, and hopefully you're getting a multi-generational listenership there, but I've actually seen people take out a pan with boiling hot water. Yeah, no, no, no. No, Do not do that. that. (laughs) Bad (laughs) idea. If you want a way to buy a new windshield, you got it. That'll do it. Yeah, no, great
4: point, Steve. Yeah, no, we don't do that. Thank you. Yes.
15: Have a great one. You too, man. Appreciate
4: it. it. We'll get one more call in. Soren, you're up. Go ahead, sir.
5: I got an answer to the question of the day. What is
4: it?
5: The worst worst named car is the Volkswagen thing.
4: Oh the <laughs> I like that thing. Yeah, I like that one. Good one, Soren. No, appreciate it. Merry Christmas, Soren.
5: And then just to and then just to tell you, the reason you gotta make sure that your tires are always inflated properly is a couple weeks ago I over inflated a tire and that wore that thing
9: out so fast.
5: Oh yeah, yeah.
4: Sure will. We're the middle of it. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Soren. Merry Christmas to you. We appreciate it. Guys, couple minutes left. Out-of-state titles, really quick. We talked about some of this during the, you know, when we weren't necessarily on air, and just reminding people. It's one of those things, too, that if you're buying a vehicle, private party, and it's got an out-of-state title, you really got to watch your P's and Q's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: My suggestion, if you're buying from someone in Colorado, but they moved here with an out-of-state title, is... Have if they're willing a to, title first. have, have yes. them spend the $7 to get a Colorado title so you don't have any issues. Yes. And then... Because uh, they got to
4: get VIN verification and all that on their own to do that, yep. which let them do that if they let, will. Let
3: them handle that. Yes. Yep, I agree.
4: Now, if you're buying one out of state and you're coming in, that can be done. But as I just said a moment ago, you do have to do VIN verification when mm-hmm. you come back into Colorado. Your emissions test centers can do that. State patrol used to, but it's easiest to go to uh, the... the You know, mission center, go to AirCare Colorado, they can do it there. It's 25 bucks. Oh, and And it's not included in your emissions test. You're going to do them both anyway. So that's why I say if you're going to do VIN verification, just go there, do your E test, get your VIN verification all at once. Now, that's another one where you're buying out of state, you're coming in, you got to get E test. It's another one where even though technically everybody selling a vehicle in the U.S. has to make sure that it passes emissions, good luck on collecting if they're in Iowa. It yep. Yep. ain't going to happen. No, it's yep. not. Sorry, yep. ain't going to happen. So you're one of those things where buyer beware, and I know a lot of folks think, well, I'm buying out of state, I'll save money. I'm buying a new car in Nebraska, I'm saving money. Um, not necessarily, because you're if you're paying... X amount less for the car, maybe you're saving money, but you got to remember, you got to go get the vehicle transported here, and you're not going to save any money on sales tax because sales tax is charged based upon where you register the vehicle at and that address of. So Correct. if you live in a city where there is a 7.9% sales tax, that's the sales tax on that car you're going to write a check for bringing it in from out of state. Yep. Correct? Yep. You will. And if you
3: uh, if you purchased a vehicle out of state and you need a VIN verification, Ridgeline Auto Brokers will do that for free. Okay,
4: there you go. So for free. But you can't do the e-test.
3: I cannot do the e-test. All right. So,
4: so. you can get it there, but you still got to do the e-test. So if that's, and again, dealers can do that, is why well. I should have said that earlier. Correct. But not everybody does it the way you guys do. So that's not always a freebie that you guys will do for them. So. All right. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, again, find them at drive-radio.com. Legacy Automotive is there as well. Plus... All of the other great sponsors that we have, you know, all the guys that participate in making this work on a weekly basis. We appreciate each and every one of them as well. And you can find all of our sponsors, and a lot of you mentioned it today. Please let them know you listen to Drive Radio. That helps all of us out immensely. Other than that, guys, if uh, it's getting close to Christmas now, this is the 10th of December. Merry Christmas. If it's a replay show, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, whatever it happens to be as you're listening. Have a great rest of your day, though, folks. We appreciate all that you do. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.